Hi, and welcome to Short and Spooky, the podcast about horror and sci-fi anthology shows from the 80s and 90s. I'm John Sorrow. I'm Tom O'Flaherty. Let's get spooky. Hey, everybody. Welcome into the podcast. It's a great, nice, sunny day here in Berkeley. Studio is looking nice. Yeah, your your bed is made. <laughs> that's not... Well, that's sort of true. Yeah. Though it's great. I had it set up for you when you walked in the door. You see how critical he is of me? I know, right? Speaking to our guest here, we're going to introduce him in a second. Yeah, not quite yet. John. Yes. Fuck you. What? What's yeah. happening here? You're just so critical all the time. Uh, it sounds like uh, Tommy Trash is making an appearance. Yeah. Uh, and I'm... you didn't make a drop, but I have a drop, uh, the one from the other week. Uh, is this you... new and improved or the same one? It's the same one. Oh, so Tommy you didn't. Tommy Trash. Whoa, uh, the file must got corrupted there at the end. I don't know what that was pathetic. all about. Yeah. I don't like this. Oh, well, we'll, we'll have you make another is, one soon. Is Evil John really here, or is this still Johnny Junk? You know what? I think the, the, the Evil John is a little confusing, since I was already kind of overbearing and, and an asshole before, so the evil version and is nothing good. changed. Well, I have a mustache now. Uh, you did last week. That's what I'm saying, is oh. now I'm different. Uh... I think I'm going to wear an eye patch, uh, and I'll just go by Bizarro John. Oh, God. Yeah? What's wrong? Bizarro! 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 That's right. That's it? That's Bizarro. Uh, I'll, I'll come something up better. Is that like a play on your last name? Oh, Sorrow? yeah. How about Bizarro Sorrow? Bizarro Sorrow. All right, cool. Okay, I like it a little better. Uh, Still don't like it. Well, whatever. It's going to be better than before. I'm trying to play nice. I'm trying to uh, elevate this podcast. What's your day been like? today dude there was a midget or a little person Good tried Lord. to steal we'll we'll edit that out no. sorry <laughs> i said a little person uh tried to steal with, with hand liquors <laughs> tried to steal five bottles of patron from work couldn't reach it had somebody working there take it off the shelf so she could run out the front door with it i respect that actually <laughs> yeah i would have let him go it was interesting it's that... almost like she was helped by your <laughs> If you're hearing the dulcet tones of our guest here, that's uh, our friend Chaz, uh, one of my good buddies. I've known him forever, and uh, me too. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I've known him forever as well. Uh, okay, <laughs> I was telling him about how we have our little alter egos. So I was like, "Yo, do you want me to like play something for you at the beginning of the episode?" And he said, "Yeah, uh, we. Uh, I, th- I don't know if it was a nickname. We used to call you the Baron sometimes. I don't know if that was as a result of your mustache or the Halloween costume." Or taking a bunch of drugs and watching Baron von Munchausen. We'll edit that too. Uh, no, we won't. Uh, but I said, "What do you want your name to be?" I was like, "There's Tommy Trash, there's Johnny Junk," and he said, uh, "Baron von Barf." Uh, oh, I love it. So I made a uh, drop for Baron von Barf here. So let's check this out. Introducing Baron von Barf. <laughs> Arguably the best drop you've made. Why, thank you. I think that's uh, beyond doubt that's the best one you've made. Why, thank you, Thomas. Yeah. Hey, Chaz, it's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. This is actually the first day I'm ever meeting him. Uh, (laughs) Literally a few moments ago. Yeah. Yeah, I brought uh, Chaz on here because uh, we used to be roommates together, and I used to force him to watch all these shows that I'm forcing you to watch. Uh, When did you guys first meet? uh, You want to jump in there, Chaz? I don't know. Maybe... Like coffee shop SR seventy one. Yeah, we worked at Apocalypse together in yeah. like oh five, something like Ooh. that. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. about what yeah, a time to be alive. Twelve or thirteen years. Yeah, like nice. 
You guys are both uh, behind the counter. Uh, he was sort of. I was behind the echelon. counter. He was, uh, was like door guy. Grunt. Okay. Yeah, security guy. Was he a good? Uh, were you a boss kind of? Uh, for a minute I was, but not at the time when he was there. Um, but. Yeah, we. I used to make you watch all the Are You Afraid of the Darks I had. And remember when Hulu yeah. first came yeah. out? And I was like, dude, they have all the Outer Limits on there. Yeah, we crushed the Outer Limits. Yeah. The, the old and the new uh, Twilight Zones. Yep. Yeah. The, the ones from the 80s? Yeah. Well, we talked about, we did a Twilight Zone recently that was actually really good. It was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, keep me into that one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, what we... I guess what we do now on this show is uh, when we have a guest, we let them kind of uh, take their reins and choose what episode they wanted to watch. And today we're doing a Tales from the Crypt. Uh, and that was your choice, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you watch a lot of spooky stuff growing up? Well, the first time I watched Tales from the Crypt was at maybe I was second grade at a buddy's house in town, out in the country. Actually, I'd say town, but what really I lived in the country. Um, and it was like, it, he had HBO and it was like, oh yeah, we got at your house to Everybody's watch friend had spend HBO. The night. Yeah. I, my parents didn't have that. Mm. So it was like, oh, and this show is like, whoa, what is all this crazy stuff I've never seen before in second There's grade tits. and titties. Yeah. It was like and a, violence. Yeah. And it was like, whoa, this is like nothing I've ever seen before. So it was always a treat to go to his house to see like oh and then he'd be like guess what we also got the playboy channel and i was like i don't know what that is i'm in second grade but awesome what that's word. a different podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's this podcast. podcast i mean that's spooky shit too yeah were yeah. were his parents like asleep at this point when you guys be watching this yeah and it was like i think it was kind of like they knew what was going on but they were like whatever it's like do you think dad's not like in the room just like terrible. nodding, like happily being like, yeah, my boy, my like, boy likes titties. He knows. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he knows he likes boobs at this point. So, or he's going to find out one way or the other. Yeah. And why not like find out and sort of have a grasp of it? Then it just be thrown in your face when you're 18 and awkward and, or, you know, yeah. 14 and awkward. I don't was know. this like in the living room of their house or did you guys oh, yeah. Have, oh yeah. It was wow. like the den and it was pretty spooky going to his house too, actually, because he had like junkyard dog outside and like an tom actual cats like actual like whoa. pretty junkyard dog like straight up sandlot oh, kind of dog by the way and like a like oh, stuff in their yard that was like like piles of stuff that was like where is awesome. this gettysburg okay yeah, yeah east gettysburg. coast i'm east coast yeah. as well originally oh, okay. right on. you're uh that's pennsylvania of course right? correct correct so yeah you got the you get that country feel too where it's like you said, you know what first sparked me off was like the pile of stuff in your yards as well. Yeah, like, and it was it was awesome. Like he had his brother had like fashioned skate ramps out of some of the stuff, and um, they had like four wheeler parts. And I would go to his house in four wheeler, so it was uh, pretty epic to go over there and just be like, "This is some country living." Yeah, so, my next door neighbor like had um, he had a little dirt bike that he could ride when he was like four years old. I couldn't ride it. I would just crash it every time. But uh, they also end, ended up getting four wheelers, and that was like the coolest thing awesome. in the world. Yeah, I never. Again, I I would do it, but also crash it all the time or get scared. <laughs> cool. Which is my, I, I get scared as a new guest. I when I was a little kid, I was scared constantly by everything. Oh okay okay. But I also put myself in the situation, so I kind of liked it and disliked it. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. loved being scared as a kid. That's why I was so obsessed with yeah. those 
aliens and gremlins and jaws and stuff. Well, as an adult, I've I've embraced that totally. I don't get scared that often, but I love that feeling. I mean, it's different when I'm like walking home at night on the streets of Berkeley and I'm like scared of being stabbed. It's a difference when I'm fucking bug. God damn it! They're never here until you are here. Are you trying to say (laughs) that I smell bad? I'm trying to say that Johnny Junk hasn't really disappeared. This is bullshit, (laughs) fucking. I don't know what you're talking about. That's yeah. Um, Mm. Anyhow, I did just barf. Oh, so that's right. Barf. That's right. Barf. I didn't know that. Best intro music towards that. And best name so far. Yeah, (laughs) he's better than us. Do you want to take over this podcast? (laughs) Sure. Um, So, back off the mic. (laughs) No. uh, Growing up in Gettysburg, though, is funny because you hear like stories about it being the most haunted town in world or, yeah you know i don't know i guess savannah's got that too but mm, gettysburg i've heard yeah they've they've have many many tales but i mean personally i've only experienced one scary thing let's hear gettysburg. it yeah jinx uh it was i was about 12 and my brothers are twins and they're nine um and we got out my we found a ouija board at my grandmother's house and this to date like i've looked i still have it at my house here in california because i brought it but it's one from 1934, which is like way early in the creation of these things. So Ouija brothers this is or... almost no, it's like uh, William Falk or something. Oh, Milton Bradley. <laughs> and Milton Bradley took it over from him oh, after cool. his life spiraled into chaos. And it's legend that because he created this thing, it I... was supposed to be like this ancient. I don't think it's a toy. I'm surprised they sell it at toy stores. Yeah. And it's, well, they sell it at like a cult stores and stuff now. But now it's like, now it's like. Kitschy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's like, I'm vamp and I'm going to buy it because I like communing with the dead Mm -hmm. and drinking people's blood or whatever. But, um, so we were, my brothers and I had this out on the table and asking it questions. Is there a ghost in the house? Is there, you know, we lit candles. We did that. We followed the directions of what it said. And we contacted the other side, as it were. He's doing air quotes right now. This ghost uh, told us its name was Gus and that it was killed in our basement, that somebody beat him over the head and pushed him down our basement stairs and buried him in our basement. And we we were like, what would you, what did you do as for a living? And he slid to eggs and we're like, okay, so whatever. So then we, we did some research after this and we found out that there was a, in fact, a ghost or not a ghost but a guy named gus that owned a breakfast bed and breakfast like down the street from us during the civil war and we were like maybe this is a ghost that wasn't necessarily in our house but from somewhere else in the vicinity like down the block that appears like i don't know how ghosts travel you know whatever it might be somewhere and be somewhere else yeah it's all weird energies yeah so i think that maybe it was just like we may have contacted something that was nearby that wasn't necessarily in our house. So I don't know if they maybe go to the bed and breakfast and <laughs> dig around of, in the well, basement. They might find the bones of a Gus Lots somewhere. of, uh, you know, a bed and breakfast, lots of eggs, breakfast. That's true. So that's exactly makes sense in, in my opinion. That's really cool. Yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of like our, my brothers and I were like thinking about it as adults and we're like, we still to this day swear it was real, but I mean, I don't know. That's the, they say it's power of suggestion or something that mm-hmm. can get it to go, but really, like two nine-year-olds and a twelve-year-old come up and up with this stuff. It's like that's a stretch. If if you were trying to, you know, make it make it up, that's not that's not easy to do at yeah, that like, age. I swear, I didn't 
guide the thing at all. I was like watching it go. So I don't oh, know. So I once cool. uh, yeah. I once had a Ouija board and I tried to use it, and I was like using it with my friend, and I was like totally purposely moving it, trying to like scare him and stuff. And then, like after I was like, okay, whatever, I'll just kind of give it a try. Uh, nothing really happened with the marker. Is your phone on airplane mode? Maybe. Let's <laughs> try to put it on airplane mode. <laughs> All right, go ahead, do it. I'll cut this out. I think that's the spooky ghost. I. It's so weird. It makes a noise when you just touch the screen. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, uh, <laughs> we uh, we were doing the uh, welcome to the podcast. We were doing the Ouija board. <laughs> And I have one of those dolls that you pull the string and it talks, but then like it had broken. So you just pulled the thing out and it never went back in. And then when we were doing it, all of a sudden, like it started going in really slow and it sounded like backwards talking or like some weird devil sounds. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. It's not really a good story, especially That's after creepy. that. I don't know why I That's tried. Creepy. I got the tension in ninth grade because I brought a fart machine to school. Very cool. And about awesome. halfway through the day, the battery started dying, so the farts were all like <laughs> six times longer. So it would be like, for those of you listening at home, that is not one of my patented drops. That is actually coming from Tommy's mouth. That's organic. That's, that's a real fart. <laughs> my south mouth, baby. That's what's up. Uh, no, but I got a detention for that, and I thought it was one of the best things I've ever gotten detention for. That's pretty good. Because at first, it was excellent. working at first. Mr. Johnson, great guy, actually. Great English teacher. Um, but yeah, he gave me detention because it was annoying at first, and then it lasted so long, the one fart when the battery is dying, that he's like, Too distracting. Right, yeah. You gotta knock it off. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then all he made me do for detention was erase the the chalkboard or the the whiteboard. That's not bad. No, hey. he probably wanted to fuck me. <laughs> His name was Mr. Johnson. He's watching yeah. you. He's watching you pretty hard. He made me do it with just my underwear on. Yeah, <laughs> wipe down that board nice and slow. Yeah, and by whiteboard I mean his white <laughs> cock. <laughs> Hello. And uh, we didn't have erasers. We had my tongue. My tongue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's try to get this back together. Um, See? So why uh, why did you fun. choose this episode to watch? What about it uh, did you gravitate towards? Well, when you at, when you told me about the podcast, uh -huh. I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. I want to do a Tales from the Crypt, just because we had been watching them from uh, when was it? We went to Yosemite. Uh huh. We had an RV with Paul. Yeah, we have our friend PZ, and it was Peasy. awesome. Huh, like creature comfort to like be blasting I, off into the woods all day and then come back and like have beans and bacon for yeah. dinner and like mm. i had my laptop and i had a bunch of dvds of the tales from the crypt yeah. and are you afraid of the dark and just to like pop that one in i think it was like it's the first on the fifth season or yeah, whatever yeah. and we and we watched it and so i was like okay i'm gonna go back and find the ones that we watched because uh -huh. it was just awesome to be like oh this is a perfect like relaxation and being like mentally engaged with this yeah spooky kind of scary thing but like being totally physically beat down from like traveling, hiking like hiking all day like yeah. wild animals and smelling like men uh -huh. um so it was pretty awesome and i just like all right let's go season five and see what's up and then i was like this is the one i was like just right off the bat i was like this is a great opener for the season i think yeah i don't i mean i can't say for sure because i haven't watched all of them well we actually one of our our last tales in the crypt we did was also from the fifth season the halfway horrible yeah mm-hmm okay. this this okay. season's great yeah i'm telling you man they're just 
Tales from the Crypt is such a great show. A future guest of ours uh, just was texting me today uh, and was asking about what episode they want to do. And unfortunately, the first one they said was the one we're doing today for them. Unfortunately for them. Great Sorry. For us. Uh, Aaron yeah. von Barf got there first. The, the Barfer gets there, baby. <laughs> I claimed it with Barf. There was no dry heaves. It was straight to Barf. <laughs> He, uh, you got a heaver get off the pot. But this one is this one is apparently one of the more famous episodes. Yeah, it's it's cool oh, yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah. once we get into it, uh, which we will. Yeah, we we should. Uh, do you want to take a little brief break and come back and just do the damn thing? Sure. Hey everybody, welcome back. Uh, we're sitting here with uh, our guest uh, Baron von Barf. Introducing Baron von Barf. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Uh, and uh, today we're talking about the Tales from the Crypt episode, uh, Death of Some Salesman. Uh, you guys got your notes ready? You ready to do this? Yeah. Like, great title. All right, cool. So uh, let's talk about the Crypt Keeper a little bit at the beginning of this one. Um, Fucking dapper, by the way. Yeah. I yeah. loved he had this wig. He had like a blonde wig on. Like, it reminded me of like Matthew McConaughey. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like the suit the best. I just, yeah. He, he, he felt not scary to me. It was like, cool. I was like, that's right, what the Crypt Keeper is. He's not scary. Like, it, it's the joke is that he makes really bad puns and nobody fucking, you know, and, actually is scared of him. Yeah, nobody's scared of him. But one of the things I noticed that he used the exact same puns from Halfway Horrible. Did you notice that? Um, No, but I should have. The yeah. home, the home he says like network? boutique. He goes, oh, yeah. uh, mas- mascara. Mascara. Those are both from the halfway horrible. Because remember, he's like doing like makeup, or he's like a hairstylist at the beginning of it. So he kind of, I don't know, recycled some of the same jokes. I was. I have a question about the intro. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And maybe I just saw a different version, but the guy hanging himself. Was there any context before that? Uh, they just because he was. Uh, it said he's. This designer hanger. Hanger, okay. Yeah. He, I just was wondering, I wrote down, I was like, did I miss like maybe 15 seconds of something before that? But I was like, no, I think that pun is the only reason they have this guy. Yeah. That guy was brought in for a day of filming for like a, three seconds of him just hanging himself before the crypt. It, it was probably like a gaffer or like, you know, what puppeteer or something like, hey That's man, true. get over there. That's true. Uh, but yeah, it's the home chopping network. Oh, there's a hanger, like somebody that puts clothes on people? Is that... I don't know. I is thought it was like a hangers? clothes hanger. The gaffer? No, no. We're because t- the pun is there's a designer hanger. Yeah. I'm oh, like, was it supposed to be a clothing designer? I don't know. I feel like oh, with I a lot know. of the tales, like a lot of these Crypt Keeper puns, you don't want to scrutinize it too much because it really doesn't make any sense yeah, to begin with. Your head against the wasn't wall. it channel six 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 too? <laughs> yes. Very cool. Metal. Uh, <laughs> is Rush metal? Wait, I don't know why Rush. <laughs> Very cool. Now it's even worse. Uh-huh. We can edit that. Some hard Rush. But after, yeah, the, uh, he's doing a little uh, Home Shopping Network parody, basically. And uh, at first I didn't really get why until they kind of... Uh, just answer that question a little selling. bit during the episode. He's selling. Yeah, yes. poor Judd's yeah. a seller, baby. It's about baby. The, uh, um, the salesman. Yeah, it gets into the story. Very graphic start. Dude, right out of the gate, we get some tits. It's some fucking tits. great. Is he, is he eating some some puss in the beginning of that? Too? I don't know what's happening. It looks. It was kind of graphic. Like, she was sitting on top of him, and uh, you get basically she has her top off. And I'm like, this is what... 
this show is about. It's like looking out for the 10 year old, the 12 year old kid who's not supposed to be watching. This is Jazz. It. Yep. This is me. This is me. You... I probably saw this in second grade. I was just going to ask if this is one of the ones. I, I honestly cannot remember. The only thing I remember from that back then is the Crypt Keepers. Real tip. <laughs> You're like, like, all I remember. Welcoming Jest to the show. Cause yeah. I'm like, this is a little bit of ridiculous it's like you're supposed i'm supposed to be scared of you but you're funny yeah i loved it yeah the levity is definitely what sells it were these real tits or fake ones you think they were real because they they were kind of uh not symmetrical were i I didn't take uh, the the version that i had online the stream was not very well uh it was low def it was very low def Uh uh-huh well, there, I had were high there lots def. of fake you ones back then in the in the eighties. Is this? Oh yeah. Oh, oh are you kidding? We talked about it. Oh, I didn't. I the didn't fake tits in the eighties. Those were like the weird rocket tits. Yeah, those things like, look like they hurt. They to like touch. sit on top of your ribs and don't look natural like at all. Nazi boobs. Yeah. Oh man. Wait, what? What, what does that mean? It's like. <laughs> oh, I get it. Like rockets are. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like oh, I get... so those of you, Nazi boobs? everyone else. Yeah. His tits were basically making the Heil Hitlers. Oh, I see. They're pointing, pointing up. up. I got it now. <laughs> Just like that. Okay. I love the sound effect. You got to add that down to his, uh, to his drop next time he comes on. Oh, we can't forget this one. She's a babe. She's a robo babe. <laughs> She's a Hitler babe, too, yeah. apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Mine babe. My um, tits. I want to say something about the tits, though, too. So Let's hear it. The first, I've watched this episode a couple of times to prepare, <laughs> just so you know. I mean, my notes are really terrible. That but. scene alone yeah. over and over again? Yeah. Yeah, no, that, yeah, on repeat. <laughs> no, but the first time I watched it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is Tim Curry. And I was like, you know, the mom or whatever. And then the second time I watched it, I'm like, wait, this is Tim Curry, too. And then the third time I watched it, I'm like, wait a second, in the credits... You says Tim Curry first, and then it says somebody else, and then it gives you Tim Curry again, and then it gives you boobs for a while. Yeah, and then it like says somebody else, and then it says Tim Curry a third time. Yeah, so I think they like throw the boobs into the beginning of this to distract to distract the, from the fact that his name is actually listed as three different characters in the show. Good in the episode. point. I mean, they could also just list his name once at the beginning and then at the end, whenever no. the credits say that he played three people. No, it's more fun to have a, to have a little Easter egg at the beginning. I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah. It's also fun to have just, you know, nudity at the beginning. Some, some Easter eggs. Well, then you see the know? nudity that's and you're up. not focused on the hey, third. Hey, Tom, Tim- I like that. You like those little Easter eggs? Yeah. yeah. Even though one of them was different size than the other, apparently. Uh-huh. Whatever. <laughs> All you know, that means they're natural. Uh, but yeah, they're having sex at the beginning, and we see uh, this salesman dude. Um, Again, very graphic. Ed Bagley Jr. Yeah. Yeah. Arrested yeah. Development. Yeah. Uh, Other works, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know. I'm Is like it Arrested his... Development. I didn't know that. He was in. The, he had a very small part. Yeah. He's the guy who plays he like, the, like he wears the camera pants. on his head who, when uh, when George Senior is in uh, House Lockup, whatever you call it. Uh huh. Is it? I thought that House was that dude Dave. Is it? Like Dave, just plain old Dave. I thought that that was that guy. Dave? <laughs> okay. Dave's not here, man. Well, if you've ever seen Portlandia, he's in that too. Oh, you okay. might be right. Oh, man. Well, what oh, Tommy no. Trivia over here is going to have yeah. uh, all that information for us later. That's the only thing I've seen him in. But yeah, the morning after he sleeps with this girl, he like gets up. He's already dressed in his suit. He's reading the obituary and he's like circling names. By the way, yeah, it's hashling in time. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. I love that that's, like, what he says to her. <laughs> he's so like, the girl wakes up, and she wants to, like, leave with him. And he's like... So I felt bad for her at first. Oh, yeah. but And I still do a bit. Mm-hmm. Don't slag me off on Twitter, which no one would. But 
part of it is also like, yeah, he lied to her, but also she was like, all right, this fucking old, wealthy salesman, I'm going to fucking ride his coattails out of town. Is he that wealthy, though? Mm. He's making these really small grifts, you know? But like, he's, look at how, yeah. look at that, you saw that map scene, he's... He's getting all over town. He's stuffing money into to Manila envelopes right. all the it time. It seems like a pretty good pickup for one day. He's yeah. got like at least what a couple grand in there, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they kind of it's like the girl wants to leave with him, and we find out that he had lied to her to get her into bed, saying that he was gonna like take her with him, and then he just is like, "Sorry, baby, it's all salesmanship." Just, that was last night. Yeah, salesmanship. Yeah. And that's kind of like He's so cold blooded. I know. It and just, they're they're totally laying the foundation for him being this like a piece of eighties guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. just doesn't give a fuck. Capitalism at its finest, baby boomer. Just like the 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 bottom dollar. The deal is all mm-hmm. that matters. Who cares what happens and what leads also, up to that? Also, kind of like the dude from uh, the Halfway Horrible episode. Yeah. Uh, True. Oh. Can I say one of the things that really disturbed me was when he said, "Your little panties." Oh, I wrote that it down too. It made me feel so <laughs> gross, like when he said that. I said I loved you, and you dropped your little panties. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like that either. It's very unsettling. Yeah, coming out of his mouth, it sounds pretty sleazy. Uh huh. Uh, just he is from Arrested Development too. Okay. Oh, okay. Thank you. Sorry, I'll have to rewatch. Um, but yeah. yeah, so vaguely just like cuts out, and he goes to a rural farmhouse uh, to swindle this woman. Not the first time I'm going to be weirded out by panties in this movie. No. In this movie, in this show. Oh, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> I just... It the, definitely comes back. Oh, my God. <laughs> so... Grossed out by panties. I was so cringed. So, okay, we'll get there. We'll get Multiple there. Multiple times. We'll get there. <laughs> um, so, Ed Begley goes... Uh, and we see his grift that he does, like his... I guess his popular, like, scam is he goes to this woman and uh, he's, he's like, uh, your husband had put down $250 on this uh, death, uh, what is it, death insurance or something, or a cemetery plot? I didn't even understand the whole thing. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, wait, the Artie, so so they go to the, the farmhouse, and he's like, oh, you are you look exactly as, as beautiful as your husband described. I wrote it down, because this is so funny. He goes, you're exactly how your husband said you are. And I was like, <laughs> so now, just between the three of us, what do you think that description was? Because I feel like it was... Homely? Cooper's mom. <laughs> Whoa, Cooper. I don't stand by this. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, it just was like some, I don't know, saggy, old-faced lady, like, I don't know, who is like, not... I like. I just love the, the phrasing of it. It's like, oh, you just look just like he said you would, but it's, you're exactly how your husband said you are. Yeah, the husband's dying. He's like, ah, she's some droopy broad. Yeah. She looked well, no, great 20 years ago. How I understood it is that he didn't actually ever talk to the husband. Of no, course not. Oh, no, okay. it's all a lie. Oh, okay. But I just thought oh, the phrasing of Oh, but you mean like her that... picking up on that? Like, yeah. Like bullshit that well, he was Well, because he down? says it to uh, Ma uh, Hackett or Brackett. Yeah, yeah, yeah Brackett. later. Yeah, he does use the same line on her. But the thing is, the, t- the salesman is, he's not a good actor. He's like... The, the lies that he's making up, like, it seems like it's completely out the cuff. Like, it's not believable. Well, it's, it's the 80s. He's high on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if he's, like, the, the the whole scam is for $250, you get a cemetery plot and $10,000 cash. I didn't understand this. Yeah. yeah I'm like, that is the, of uh, course, the like, deal. No one's going to believe that. So, so this is the point yeah. I was bringing up earlier was, what, what do you think, like, 
the husband's already buried. Mm-hmm. They had the funeral a few days ago, she said. Yeah, the obituary. He's reading an obituary. That's mm-hmm. like after the fact. So what is, this. is this just a plaque they would put somewhere else besides where he's already buried? I, I have no clue. I couldn't understand the whole scheme here. Yeah, I, I don't. Do you have any? Yeah. Ch- Chaz, you? No, it just, it does seem like it's like, how how would this not have already been taken care of that they would be like, I, oh, I, he gave you 250 bucks? Let me give you some more. Yeah, I think the thing is like people just think about $10,000 that they're like, okay, well, if I'm out 250 and I could possibly make it, it's enough of a risk. But, but, but what are they making the money for? I have no clue. That's That was like, the, I just wrote it down over and over again, like, what is he selling? And you know what else too? I was also wondering... <laughs> Does he only do this to um, widowed women? Because I feel like if he tried it on a guy, he wouldn't really buy it. Because Pa Bracket or whatever, mm, he's we'll very wait. suspicious. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, but, but ends up taking the deal. Oh, yeah. Well, for other reasons, <laughs> he takes the deal. He takes the deal. Um, she also didn't seem like she was that upset. She's like, my husband died a few days ago, and the funeral's yesterday, and she's not like <laughs> emotional at like, all. As someone who's lost a family member recently, if mm-hmm. someone like a few days later it would have been like, oh, so and so, I'd be like, broken yeah. for a few minutes. Uh-huh. But she's yeah, like, right? no, he died yesterday, whatever. Or he died a couple days ago. We buried him yesterday. Yeah. What's she... up, dude? Yeah. He didn't leave me a pig's whistle. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I wrote that down too. <laughs> he didn't leave me nothing but a pig's whistle. Uh, I wrote that down <laughs> in our trivia what that means. We'll get into that later. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, oh, something shit. to look forward to. That's a teaser, people. Mm-hmm. Hey. Uh, not great, but yeah, so Bagley, uh, moves on, the salesman moves on and he goes to find the next widow, uh, but montage. He, goes, he goes to the wrong street. He, well, there's a montage. A of little montage of him yeah. that's, swindling that's a drink. more and more people. Yeah. What? That's a drink back home. What? If you're, if you're listening and drinking along, uh, that's a drink is the montage scene. Okay. You got a mont. what is a montage? You got to yeah, sure. have a, have a swill. Um, oh, yeah. but yeah, he, he was supposed to be on like the street and he was on the Avenue on the accident and he accidentally knocks on the door, uh, Maple, this year's Maple Drive. Yeah. And it's old lady, Tim Curry, uh, who plays Ma Bracket. Was it, was it Maple? Which one did they, did he get wrong? Was it? Heath's thought it was street. But it was Maple Drive. And it was Maple, this here's Maple Drive. Man, it's like having the audio clips right here. <laughs> This is great. I, I thought Tim Curry was sitting here for Whoa. a second. I had a, I had a Tim Curry. Tim, is that speaking you? Speaking through me. Oh, wow. For just a second there. But yeah, it's, uh, we first see, uh, you know, uh, Tim Curry dressed up in special effects and it's good. I don't know. I thought it was, the old lady was one of the better makeup parts. Yeah, it was pretty convincing. Yeah. That, I don't know, maybe not around the eyes so much, but. Well, I think the thing is he was probably wearing the least makeup for the old lady. You know what I mean? Like for the old man and for like the daughter. I feel like he was wearing more prosthetics. Take that, Tim Curry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you know. Oh, he'll take it as a compliment. I think the thing is, I mean, he, she's probably he, the better looking of the three of the family. Yeah. Plus, I've seen like Rocky Horror a million times, so I'm probably used to him dressed as a woman more. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen that more than I've seen Clue. Or yeah. Maybe Home Alone. Or It. Or, yeah. Yeah, or It. Uh, I like to the, 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 that pot when, when, uh, when Judd's trying to sell them the thing, uh-huh. the little whatever the fuck he is selling, uh-huh. they talk about how they only do their shopping on the TV now. That's what that's what the Home Shopping Network <laughs> bit from the beginning was about. And yeah. That's when I was like, oh, I get it. I see what the Crypt Keeper was doing. 
and it's kind of relevant to today. Yeah. Where we only did the shopping on the online. Amazon. That's, yeah. The wave of the future was being foretold. Hey, man, I bought a new auxiliary cable since last week's episode. I'm, I'm just as responsible as everybody. <laughs> I'm driving us all to hell. Uh, it's just the man who blacked out in our podcast. Uh, no one will hear that one. Uh, We're not so, going to release it? <laughs> we got to wait. Trust me. That'll you, be a... you need to hear this. I'll be another teaser. Um, but yeah, we see uh, this uh, old lady, Ma Brackett, and she brings the salesman in and she's like, hold on, if you're a salesman, I want to hear what you got to sell. And uh, she uh, calls her husband, Pa Brackett, in, also played by Tim Curry. And uh, I feel like, you know, they didn't try to do the thing where they're both in the same scene like and it's like juxtaposed i felt like the way they cut it was really really good it was very well done yeah my only thing about the makeup though is i felt like the makeup for the old man looked not as good and i felt like as the episode progressed i bought it more because tim curry's acting came through his voice acting was fucking phenomenal that's what i'm saying holy yeah it was really good by the way i really love the old lady laugh and also the daughter laugh where it's like yeah like it's like i was just about to say kind of like when yeah. she's like, Paul, where in tarnation are you? <laughs> yeah. Every time he makes that sound, take a drink. <laughs> I, it, you know, it reminds me a little bit of his huh. uh, stolen credit card yeah. from Home Alone 2. Definitely. It's when he has that kind of like that laugh where he's like, oh, oh, oh. like that like condescending kind of laugh. Yeah. But it's also <laughs> gross. It also is so fucking gnarly. Like, it's like Hawk and a Luki yeah. mixed with a little But it, it has like, it has like a man's like deep parts so to hear it from a woman is just even grosser like Ugh, like what's yeah. wrong with your like lungs dude <laughs> and I, I wrote paul looks like a puppet like at first his face looks so weird yeah it i noticed i noticed like when he like is sitting in the chair and like leaning over his face like his there's like a line mask. under his cheek yeah, yeah, yeah. like it looks like he's got a cut i feel like the glue wasn't like the, in there or, something. or it's like the uh rubber mask is like from like folding the, the, the corner of his mouth to like the his yeah the bottom like of yeah, 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 his ear yeah uh, but yeah, then he talks about buying stuff off TV. Uh, he puts the sale on them and he says it's going to cost them $500, uh, for both of them. But then he starts looking around and he sees that they all have like VCRs and a stereo and he's like, sees dollar signs. He's like, uh, actually it's me 750. And I'm like, I, I mean, even well, for the time that wasn't that much money, but I, I have to assume he's just kind of aiming low. But yeah, well, they're just really trying to sell them as this. We'll do anything... Slime ball. Anything yeah. slime ball. Just do it for the bottom dollar. Totally. Uh, but yeah, they, they're like, all right, well, we're interested. We'll buy it. By the way, what? The way he says, do you take cash? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Cash. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> was that Tim Curry's dude choice? Or was that like the director being like, no, no. It sounded like every character had been like gargling white hot shrapnel. Like their their lungs were just like... Flooded with liquid. It have, sounded so gross. They have a lot of asbestos. Yeah, and just like lung butter going on. Yeah, Baron von Barf. I can tell you that. <laughs> uh, what did I don't get it? Never mind. I'm, I'm getting it myself. But what did you guys think of the actual set in the house? The house? Yeah, I liked it. I that really liked. Good. I liked a lot of stuff. Um, oh god, there's so much good stuff to get. It kind of reminded me of like a country home and like. Like almost, I I, I want to say it now is like the Friends home that I watched Tales from the Crypt Whoa. when I was a kid. Had not, you know, I obviously not identical, but had certain elements of like a country home. Yeah, I mean it was that, 
He was just going to rural areas, I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, he's hitting home where they're not dumb. Yeah. Wait, wait, sorry, where they are dumb. Okay. Where I grew up. That didn't sound dumb. (laughs) Definitely did. Um, (laughs) Let's take a little break. Yeah. We'll come back and we'll we'll get some more thoughts on this and we'll start the whole thing. Well, we'll take a break. We'll eat some candy. Oh, yeah. And then we'll get down to business. Business. All right. See you in a few. I got that one. Simpsons, and nice. we are back from our candy break. Um, instead of just doing a regular candy break, though, we have to uh, do our special guest guest test taste test. I'm not even gonna try it. Just try it once. The best, no, the guest best guest taste test. Oh. Hey, did they? That's not too bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, the new leader of this podcast. Duh. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> so uh, no, I don't want this actually. <laughs> Uh, today we're doing um, Skittles Brightside. So these aren't tropical Skittles. These are Skittles Brightside. Mr. Brightside? Uh, oh, yeah. You like that terrible band, The Killers. Um, they suck. Um, so let's see here. This podcast um, is over. Yeah, obviously. Oh, hey, by the way, we're now on iTunes. We are. Yeah. Ah. We'll talk about that at the end. We'll pat ourselves on the back later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, for this, uh, Chaz, uh, what we do is I'm going to give you a list of all the flavors of the candy, Okay. and I'm going to have you eat them with your eyes closed and oh, guess okay. which one so is I can't, which. I don't have visual color aid. No color to, to sway. Gonna, you're going to okay. close your eyes and you're going to put the candy Sheesh. in your mouth. I need your eye patch. Okay. So the flavors are... Should I cover are... my eyes here? Or... No, no, you can oh, just okay. close them. We okay. trust you. Yeah, we trust okay, you. Okay, we okay. don't need to go through all that. All right. So let's see here. Uh, the, color, the flavors are pink lemonade... Kiwi banana, paradise punch, watermelon, and tangerine. Oh, this is gonna be cake. That's, those are really. This gonna is gonna be cake. Cool. Oh. All right. Well, let's. I have to remember the colors, mate. So let's pink start lemonade. the. Uh, Feel free to ask. Again. I'll start the music okay. for here. All right. Put that in your mouth. What flavor is that? How do you know that it would be? Um. Punch. Yeah, pink. Oh, it's a paradise punch. Punch. I'm sorry, it was tangerine. Oh. He's put another one in his mouth. He's chewing. Watermelon. That's correct. That's correct. Great job. Very nice. He's a killer. (laughs) One for two. Yeah, what a killer. Uh That's the punch. That is correct. Uh, see, I'm telling you, he's got this confidence in his chew. I know, it's a swagger. I wish I was that confident. I gotta get rid of this other stuff in my mouth. Here, just, uh... We have a spit bucket. You have a, you have a, <laughs> you have a spittoon? Yeah, it's uh, called, it's, I'll just barf it out. It's called Tommy's <laughs> Floor. Oh, I was gonna say spit in my mouth. You know, <laughs> you can just do that. Um... He's chewing. He's thinking. It's less Kiwi? Kiwi? I'm sorry, Did that I was... Did I hear a kiwi? Pink lemonade. Oh, wow. Okay. I think maybe the mixture. Come on, let's do this. Which would make this one kiwi? This is kiwi banana. Congratulations. You've got the best score yet. Oh, yeah. see, now I'm getting the banana after. Mm. Yeah, you really oh. make uh, Coop look like shit. <laughs> Which is wow. not hard to do. <laughs> uh, we love Coop around here. Um, but yeah, that was the Those best guest taste though. test. 
I know. So now that the game's over, just help yourself to as many as you want. Oh, oh man. John, so good. you always do this in this just fucking candy all over my floor That's what all the they're time. For. I'm... <laughs> I just got all of the runs vacuumed out of here a couple days ago. They were nerds. Nerds is what I meant. Yeah. Oh, nerds go everywhere. Okay. Well, when John's in your house just spilling them on the table and then leaving. Everybody loves candy. Okay. My floor. So, let's get back to the episode. Uh, <laughs> the salesman is uh, trying to sell this uh, funeral plot, and Ma and Pa say they'll do it, but they need to go take a look at it. They say they're not buying nothing without seeing it. Uh, mm. And uh, Pa goes to get the cash, and so does Ma. And um, uh, He goes in the and, kitchen. Yeah, he's drinking coffee that's not warm. Yeah, she invites him for coffee. Yeah, so he's coffee looking... Coffee or something? Yeah. Was that intentional? I think it was because, oh wait, so that way he would see what's in the microwave? To start the whole... I don't know. Uh, this is, so, yeah, so this is what basically, he goes in the microwave and inside the microwave there's a severed head of a salesman and he starts flipping out and he like looks like in the cupboard or like in the, the little uh, he like, alcove. He like backs away from the microwave and slowly opens a curtain yeah. Yeah, what to was the pantry. The, yeah. Is that a common thing to have the curtain covering your pantry? I don't know. I, I mean, was like at first I was like, is there a shower in their in their kitchen? I would ask you country boys. Yeah, I don't well, know. I, never have I mean no. I could see the pantry being there and then the curtain I think was just sort of like stylistic. Yeah. yeah. Keep so them, I don't know. Ma that'll, likes to put up to That'll keep them flies out of here. Very nice. <laughs> Werewolf Joe. <laughs> Neon Joe. Yep, you know, clap. Very nice. Oh, um but yeah, that's uh they find another dead salesman in the cupboard. And he's got a uh, vacuum cleaner hose sticking out of his neck and coming out of his mouth. And a machete that's, like, plunged into his throat. I thought that was the, the, the suction handle from the vacuum cleaner. I think it was a machete. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the vacuum cleaner. Oh. Because I feel like they killed everybody ironically. Like, the dude with the microwave, he probably sold them the microwave. Yeah. And the dude with the vacuum, vacuum cleaner. cleaner tried to sell him the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. But I love, like, I love, like it's, like, super violent and, like, all of a sudden out of nowhere. And he realizes, oh, shit, like... These people like, are what nuts. What is going on? I need, like, the windows are locked. Oh, man, it was so fucking cool. Hey, if you're following along at home, uh, if you think it was a vacuum, give it a cumin mouth. Vacuum. Is that, what, is it supposed to be a hashtag? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then if You've not, uh, oh, I did. Yeah. Hashtag cumin mouth. Okay. Uh, and if you think it was a machete, hashtag chetin mouth. Okay. Those like, are great. Like cumin mouth. Like and then, human mouth. I get it. And then, <laughs> and then sh shit in mouth. <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll edit this out. They have uh, Ed Begley uh, tries to escape, and he gets knocked unconscious. And um, we see him. Well, he gets bedded down pretty hard. Dude, yeah. He's got like a gnarly black eye throughout the whole yeah. episode. But um, as he comes, like, as he starts to like, come around out of his stupor, he, uh, he hears Ma and Pa talking about uh, Winona, their daughter, and how they're ch she's trying to get married off and that maybe we should let this guy meet her and see if she likes him because he's so nice. And he feigns uh, <laughs> unconsciousness so that way, you know, he's trying to do a salesman thing and take advantage of the situation and all that kind of stuff. So, Well, trying to escape from captivity yeah. and being beaten. He's handcuffed and is kind of... Fucked up. I don't know. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah, that's oh, not. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, 
But, what, a, uh, what a salesman trying to stay alive. Well, he, you know, he pretends to be unaware of Winona's intentions. But he's pretending. Yeah. He does move around an awful lot while pretending to be uh, asleep. He's, like, constantly squirming for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and then this is where they show uh, the color TV, and it's got, like, a dude mm. chopped up inside the screen. I yeah. loved it, too. I that was, was like, fuck, yeah, that this really rules. Good. Yeah, because yeah. he said, he's like, that color TV didn't work till I fixed, fixed it. it. Yeah. Yeah, and they show the guy in there. For for a second, I was like, "Hey, this guy's this guy's pretty smart. He made a yeah. fucking black and white TV turn into a color TV. This guy, oh, there's a body in there. Yeah, and, and you know what else? Salesman and I was wondering them into it. How long ago do you think all these salesmen came by? Because their bodies aren't like decomposing yet. Mm, they probably embalmed them. Oh, I was gonna say they have a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. We might get into this later, but yeah. they have some other tools of the trade. That is true. We'll get. Oh, so God, I have things to say about that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, so we see uh, that they really hate salesmen, and the reason Pa says he hates the salesmen is because they take advantage of selling them products that don't work. So it's not like or that they don't junk they don't need. Yeah, it's yeah. not like some like a salesman. Yeah, he says junk we don't need. And how many times yeah. you watch this, Chaz? I don't know, like a thousand. <laughs> I love Tim Curry, you know? yeah. especially when he dresses up like. Old men. Fill in the blank. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, it's like you can go a lot of directions. Yeah, whatever you say. <laughs> Um, but we see, uh, uh, Bagley, like, sitting in a chair, and, uh, from off-camera, we hear a harmonica playing, and this is how we are introduced to Winona, the daughter of Ma and Pa Brackett. Also played by Tim Curry. Also played yes. by Tim Curry. Yes. And, uh, without even seeing her, he's already like, oh, yeah, I'm falling in love with you, and, like, yeah, all this he turns stuff. on the salesmanship instantly. Yeah, it's... To get into Winona's... Head. Yeah, I'm so excited for the next few. So scenes. okay, <laughs> when they finally Just show like, Winona, how old Winona's are you? face, how old are you? The reveal. My first thought was, um, it looks like Shelley Duvall had sex with Leatherface. Is that the the, the woman from uh, <laughs> The Shining? From The Shining, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. my God, yeah. Doesn't yeah, it look like and she had sex with... Put some pounds on, too. Well, you know, Leatherface is kind of chunky. But, but yeah, he, he moves around pretty quick. But, okay, Leatherface face, plus Shelly Duvall plus 50 pounds. Right? Okay. 75. Shitty bangs. 75. Is that... <laughs> but before that, he's, he's, he's like, how old are you? And she says, old enough to know what a bunch of bullshit when I hear it. <laughs> Dude, I love it when you're doing that. So can you please just say as many lines as you can? So I just good. wish you could, you could see if you could see his face as he made those lines shit. too. He totally got into characters. Had yeah, like his eyes eye. crossed a little bit. Um, <laughs> well, you can't see her when she's saying that. No, well, but I'm picturing. I'm doing what I'm picturing her, her saying. Well, that was the thing. So, if, what I thought was um, the Winona character. While the makeup wasn't as believable as the Ma, I thought her character was more believable. Character is great. I thought yeah. it was Tim Tim Curry's best work in this episode. If I was a kid, yeah, and didn't know who Tim Curry was, and I was watching this, I would have no idea that these are all the same people. I know that's what's so great about it because it's really just two guys, Ed Bagley Jr. and Tim Curry, basically carrying this whole episode yeah. and right doing a very convincing job of it. What's funny though is you can see I don't know when I noticed the Ma. Uh, sort of it doesn't play a whole lot of role except in the very beginning and mm -hmm. when you cut when they cut to the mom mm -hmm. she's kind of like it's like okay action and then it's like she's got this look of like i don't know it, you can kind of tell that 
he didn't put a lot of effort into the mom character. He's put a lot of effort into the yeah. daughter. It probably and a little bit again, more into the dad. It was probably because it had the least makeup, so he could communicate more visually rather than through the yeah. acting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the salesman's like, "Oh yeah, I love you, Winona," and she's like, "Well, if you love me, you have to prove it." Oh, here we go. So he takes he, he says, takes you he, smell so good. What is that? <laughs> She's oh, like I ain't you, showered in a couple of weeks. I ain't washed in a couple of weeks. Did you notice when they cut that scene at the beginning, he's trying to chew his handcuffs off? No. Really? They're, yeah, when I they cut to him on the chair. He's tied. It looks like it's tied. No, he's oh, handcuffed. Yeah, he's got handcuffs. He's, handcuffs. Key. And he's trying to chew them off. Yeah. Oh my god! I was like, "Is that a thing that you thought?" In your, I mean, I know you're a salesman; you can sell anything. But did you sell to yourself that you could chew, chew a hand? I'm such a good salesman; I could chew these handcuffs off. I guess if you're desperate, I mean, I'd be doing anything to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, um, literally. But one of my favorite bits is when they go into the the room with all the dolls hanging everywhere, and it looks yeah. like a horror movie. And he's like, "I like what you've done the place." And she goes. I hate this room. I hate, this, hate room. this house. I hate this room. I hate this whole that house. That was like, it, it was so funny because like, it's the type of shit you would see in a horror movie nowadays where it's like, look how crazy and demented this person is. They they they, they, they live in this reality. But she's like, I hate this place. Yeah. Like, that's like Severed so doll heads with funny. Like arrows. Who decorated it then? Yeah, exactly. That's like the funny part. You're right. like, what the hell is happening in I this mean, house? She just wants to see those love feelings. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. She's and then getting, we can't see. Blame her. She is DTF. <sighs> I know, yeah, she really is, and uh, this part, <laughs> this scene was is, amazing. Yeah, this is the maybe the best thing we've seen since we started this podcast. It, I, I wouldn't say that, but I mean, it is fucking pretty great, dude. Um, I he, love. Well, she says, get it, she it. says, take it away. She no, says, you go. No, she says, all these, all these lovely talks is, is great and everything, but I be, all actions, all I believe in. Yeah, the body never lies. The body never lies. Speaking of her body. Like I love the hump on her back that's back. exposed, yes. but like out of the back out of, of the her back dress. Of the dress. So, so, so he, she like throws him down on the bed, and then she pulls her dress or whatever underwear it is. down. Well, no, no. Yeah. She also pulls her dress up first. Yeah. And I was like, oh, are we gonna get a dick reveal? No. Like, are we gonna, <laughs> gonna have get a like sloppy oh, shit. underside reveal? Like a fucking. <laughs> also needs to be like, oh shit, you actually are Tim Curry. Uh huh. You're gonna fuck my brains out. <laughs> and then no we get this gross gross reveal of underwear sort of like not in focus yeah like dangling yeah you and watched a very low i loved five. a very low five version of it but yeah and he's like Ugh. yeah and she's like if you love me so much let's see you basically get it up that yeah. this well she says do you still love me yeah, this was the best scene in the entire because series. he uses his salesmanship <laughs> to sell himself a boner. He yeah. looks oh, at yeah. his dick and is oh, like, yeah. concentrating. This was so good. His eyes were like crossing and like, <gasps> hey, uh, the facial exchange in this sex scene is so awesome. Yeah, it's, it's like. For it's those of you at God. home who can't yeah, see what he just you can't, did, it's like you gotta you gotta see it. Just watch the damn episode. Uh, you gotta see it have you guys bit. ever been in a situation like this? I. Have we got it here? <laughs> well, selling yourself your own. I'm not going to get, get into it specifically. Aspect. But you've been in a situation. But I've been in a situation where, like, where I was like, "Get the fuck your way out of it." No, where I was like, "Oh God, I guess I'm. I got to do this." Like I just kind of like drunkenly, kind of found myself in this place where I was like, "I should just get the fuck out of here right now." But like, I was like, "I'm in too deep." You had to, you, oh, is that a is that a pun? <laughs> 
basically, let's just say I agreed to uh, sleep with a bridesmaid at a wedding once upon a time as a favor to the bride and groom. And oh, uh, what? Ouch. This is a... Was it you? It's a long story. No, this <laughs> no, was a, was several Jess? years was ago. Was it you, no, no. Several years ago. And uh, yeah, it, she was very gross. I've never been a bridesmaid. No. <laughs> Ch- Has this winking. ever happened to either of you guys? Chad is winking to me and saying, "Actually, I am." With his mouth. You guys ever do this? You ever been? Ever had to try to get it up for somebody and you were not interested in college? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was gonna say it was a long time ago. Yeah, college. Kind of I kind of like fuzzed out and woke up in my college bed, my very, like, very small college bed. I think you told me the story. Yeah, and I, someone was like, "You told that girl you loved." And that it brings me back to the oh. story from at the beginning of the episode. I was there actually going to bring this up. It was where I actually like had brought. So we were playing party. We're playing party. We were at a party playing flip cup, and I was hitting this girl. who was very very good looking, and they ended up leaving. It was like three or four in the morning, and there's the last few people left. And the last thing I remember is this girl sliding up next to me in flip cup, being like, "Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, I'm Tom. Nice to meet you." Blacked out. Wake up in bed with her a couple hours later, with her like sitting on top of me, being like, "Let's do this." And I was just like, "Show me you love me." Basically, and I ended up building my way into it. And uh, my roommate had told me that I had been telling my roommate was in the room with me, you know, in college, like right across the way. Yeah, we're animals. I guess I'd been telling you that I loved her and I wanted to come around all the time, (laughs) and I willed myself to an erection and and slept with her, and then. She would come to visit uh, every few weeks. And you would pretend to be asleep? I would pretend to be sick, actually. Oh, that's what it was. That's right. So I'd be in bed, and oh, she'd be like, hey, I'm I here know. visiting so so-and-so, and uh, let's go out. I'd be like, oh, I'm just, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> and being, oh. That's so good. And I'd go to, they'd go out to a party with all my friends, and I'd go and hang out with some other buddies and be like, texting my friends who went to the party with her, being like, when you guys leave, you got to give me a fucking heads up because I got to race back and get in bed and be like, oh, I'm still sad. <laughs> Just stinking like Bacardi. Like, <laughs> I'm so sad. Pretending right to now. be sick. That's so She good. eventually caught on and totally called me out and I respect her for that so much. That's good. I don't remember her name. But anyway, yeah, this sex scene is, ugh, it's oh, so much. Man. I love, uh, one of the things I wrote down was the eyes because it's like, both their eyes are so good. Like, they both have their eyes rolling back in their head or, like... They came at the same time. That's what I was yeah, wondering. Yeah. I was like, did he really come? I'm like, pretty sure he faked it. Yeah. Because <laughs> for a second, I was like, wait, is did she just, like, fuck him into believing that he's That's what her? I thought, too. I was like, whoa, now he's legit in love. That would be so crazy if, like... Her pussy... Was so Tim's good. Her, Tim Curry's pussy <laughs> was powerful enough to be like... To sway the, even the hardest of salesmen. That's what happens when you don't shower for a couple weeks. Oh, you get that God. natural, oh. earthy oh, juice. Oh, God. <laughs> Jazz right. has a, an erection over yeah, here. I'm not sure God. why. That's just oh. banged in the table. I know. His <laughs> erection just smashed against Gosh, the table. you just barf all over this erection. Uh, you dick barfed all over this erection. <laughs> Yeah, man, they both come at the same time. It's fucking very gross. You know what's the least believable thing with this whole scene? What is that? That she comes. The female orgasm doesn't exist. There you go. Yeah. (laughs) Very nice delivery. Uh, So now she's in love with the dude, and uh, she's like, okay, well, let's get married, and then uh, run away, and there's a $50,000 dowry that's 
Buried in the basement. Buried in the basement from all the salesmen. What the hell? I mean, I know they... what a dowry is, uh-huh. but is it like a... It's like an inheritance? It's a gift that's given to you usually by the father of, of the, the bride. bride. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're so, married, right? Yes. Jazz, actually, wow. I didn't I didn't get a dowry, though. And he's got, got a kid, kid a, too. You have a kid, too? Yeah. Fucking Whoa. I do. Yeah. The only person on this podcast will ever find love <laughs> or a child. Spooky. You never know. We might get some other guests. <laughs> uh, all right. So now all of a sudden he's like, okay. Now he's on board because he's like seeing dollar signs again. He's like, okay, $50,000. They $50, literally have a cash register sign, uh, sound happen. When I love She's it. like, dowry. He's yeah. like, ching I know. So this is the thing, too, and I want to say this about a lot of Tales from the Crypt I've seen is the deceiver the original guy, like the person that is the jerk, gets himself into the situation. And most of the time, I want to say in these episodes, they give the Tales from the Crypt or the story writers, give this person a chance to get out. And this is his chance to be like, what is no, that he's going to take it through to the end to get this dowry. Now he's in it for the dowry. Like he got through the sex and he got, you know, he's going to marry her and he's his, the dowry is like the only thing that comes up now. Not this crazy situation he's in. Not getting out of that crazy situation. He's going further into it by going into the dowry. He's the ultimate and it's well, like, this happens a lot. In I him. also feel it's like... It's like, gosh, <laughs> what are you focused on this money right now? Get out of this house. He's, yeah. got, the, he's got the key. <laughs> yeah. He's got the gun. Yeah. He yeah. doesn't have the gun quite yet. Doesn't no. have the key. Doesn't have the yeah. gun. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But what like what I was gonna say is I feel like everybody on Tales from the Crypt are pieces of shit. Like everybody is unforgivable. That way they can kill anybody, and you don't really feel bad because everybody morally is corrupt. It's true. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. So like, like yeah. he has a slime ball. So who cares? Yeah. Who gives yeah. a shit if he gets raped and you know, yeah. like beat up and stuff? What? What? You, yeah, he was <laughs> raped by her. I mean, that's he, sexual assault. It's pretty much rape. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah. okay. I, it, I yes. mean, he did will his own boner, but... <laughs> if he didn't, he would have been killed. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. sex by threat of death, yeah, that's pretty uh, bad. That is pretty much that rape. Is, yeah. We're Anyhow. Gonna, we're going uh, to get me too. We'll get in into second. the... Uh, <laughs> they get to the marriage ceremony. Ah, uh, this was great. Oh, yeah, which happens the in the house, uh, conducted by Paul, who happens to be a preacher... Which is funny because, wait, does the preacher, uh, if you're a preacher, are you naturally a justice of the peace? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think yeah, that's technically what, would have been married. They'd yeah, just be married in the eyes of God. My father is a justice of yeah. peace. My faja is a justice of peace. And he's not a preacher. He's a monk of the Buddhist faith. But I don't, I think you have to actually like apply to a... Uh, to the government to be a justice of yeah, I think they're just officiating it basically, which yeah. is just basically saying do you do you yeah, yeah. and hmm. I've now pronounced you. I is mean, that I'm, what... I'm sure in certain states that might be different, but Chaz, I, it's a state I to state basis. This was what your As a wedding man. was like, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were um, in handcuffs. Well, so we had a quickie done by an actual. not justice of the peace, but like a preacher that was a reverend of a church that I worked at do the official thing for the government papers or whatever. He was joking. Make it official. No, I'm, I'm, I'm into this. Shut up. No. And then, and then we had to end up having a, a really scary 
man with a rubber mask <laughs> and a sh- and a gun and sh- sh- Tim uh, Curry. Yeah, is, is that actually was Tim Curry officiated our was wedding? This a, was this a documentary with about handcuffs and everything? I had it was the whole deal. The whole deal. Is your sorry, what? is your wife's name Winona? <laughs> no, but it is the most beautiful name I've ever heard. My mother's name was Winona, and she was a very beautiful woman. Oh, nice, <laughs> very nice, nice quote. Okay, nice very job. nice. I appreciate All that. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's not your mom's name. Oh, no, it's not. I know. You got played. Uh, I know. I knew what he was getting into. I just he sold that. That's salesmanship. called salesmanship. Thank you. Oh, I appreciate that. Jesus. Um, He's going to take over the podcast. Duh. So, uh, Begley has to take off the handcuffs, um, but Pa's like, I don't, I'm not taking these off. I think it's really close to doing it. Yeah. And Winona starts freaking out and like chokes Pa and like snaps, snaps his, his neck. neck. Yeah. yeah. She beats him down. Yeah. I wrote yeah. down that she's like, Smashing heads into the, into yeah. the floor. And she Takes smashes mom and, mom's yeah, head mom's into head the is, ground yeah, repeatedly. Yeah. Like super violent, super awesome. And then uh while this is happening, uh salesman's on the ground. Judd. 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 He's yeah. he's uh I keep calling him Bagley. Uh he grabs the gun and uh, No, he's trying to get the key. Yes. He's trying to get the key at first. But yeah. He, yeah. while he's down there, he also grabs the gun. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Winona uncuffs him and says, let's go to the basement and dig for the dowry, which is buried down she there. She says, let's I... go get that dowry. Yeah. Why would it be buried? Hold on. There's a, I, yeah. Again, I have lots of stuff to yeah. say. Hold on, you guys. Okay. Yeah. So the salesman has the gun, <laughs> and when they're down in the basement, he shoots Winona, <laughs> and then he starts digging for this uh, dowry, which is... Six feet underground. Basically, he's digging his own grave, basically. Yeah. And he opens up, he finds the little box, and he opens it up, and instead of $50,000 cash being in there... Wait a minute. It's his you name. You skipped over. When he shoots her, he calls her an ugly bitch. Oh, yeah, I he said does. he shot her. But he, he says, I, got a we- I have a wedding present yeah, for you. Yeah, you skipped... Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's like... You guys should jump in any time. Yeah, ugly bitch. Yeah, he, yeah. Do, can we get a reenactment of that real quick? Hey, wait, I'll be, I'll be, uh, I'll be Winona. Winona. Okay, okay. So here I am. I'm walking up to you. Hey, honey, I have a, I have a surprise wedding present for you. What's that? <laughs> Take that, you ugly bitch. Yeah. Out. He he shoots her to death, and then he starts digging, and in the box. It's um, a death certificate that he had been writing uh, for all the other people he had been scamming. Uh, and it's got his name on it. And then all of a sudden, he looks up, and you see uh, all the family members are not actually dead. Uh, Mom and Pa are standing up there, and... What's Pa say? When, when he's still digging, he like opens it up. Pa's the first one to say something, right? Cause, like, no, he's, Ma, he's... Ma says something. That's what it is. It's Ma. Ma says something. But what is she? I can't remember what she says. Well, it doesn't matter. We yeah. basically find out that they're not dead. And dead. I at first I was like, oh hell yeah, these are like fucked up, inbred, hillbilly people who cannot be killed. That is so <laughs> awesome. Like seriously, because like, like hills have eyes, kind of like the hills have eyes, or like Resident Evil Seven, where like these people just have something going on with them. They're so inbred that they can't be killed by like conventional ways. So like. If the girl, Winona, was really having a temper tantrum and she murdered her parents, they would just come back together so it's not that big of a deal. But that's not what happens. No. I mean, that would explain a lot more Wouldn't about that have certain been, things. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Wouldn't that have been better? <laughs> it would have been a lot better. What happens, a lot better. What happens is 
we find out that it's all makeup. Yeah, that they were they scamming had, like, him from the very beginning. They were tricking him. Uh, to what end, though? Just to kill well, him? No, all the salesmen have been tricked the same way. Yeah. That... So, yeah, so, like... But none of the salesmen made, their own made sales. Winona fucking come like that, so Winona never tried to marry them. Well, his dick fucking was good. I guess so. Not I, good enough I to... I think maybe they would have tried it with her, and then and then if she didn't, then they would just... If they didn't want to do it with her, then they just killed them and put and did this. So, okay. Like, so put their head in the microwave as the microwave salesman, or stuff them into the television. Well, so... Yeah, we find out that not only are mom and pa are alive, but Winona's up and she's like, oh, I'm going to have to get this fake blood out of my dress by using one of those washer dryers that a, a salesman delivered, which also is confusing because the reason they didn't like salesmen is because they sell them shit that don't work. So if they have a washer dryer that works well, then did that guy get away? I wish, th- I, I choose to believe. Well, I don't know. I feel like a lot of innocent salesmen may have died in this. That well, that's the thing. Because so, he does also says junk we don't need. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Were these Good people? Point. He doesn't just say it doesn't work. Great it's just point. stuff that we don't need. People junk that people don't need. So, do you think that the dead salesmen were makeup, or were those really dead salesmen? Dead salesmen for sure. Dead that's salesmen. What I like. To think I think that they too. were validating their their bloodlust by being like, oh, these guys are fucking. What are they, snake oil salesman or whatever the term is. So sure. So for the big twist or whatever, the reveal that it's like, hey, guess what? That dowry is actually your own death certificate and you've dug your own grave. Idiot. That means that during the night of them having sex, somebody dug six feet underground, put and a put death certificate in, in a box, buried it all the way back up, yeah. and then let him dig it. And I'm like... Well, how many hours did she lay there pretending to be dead until he struck this box? No, I think they had sex for six hours. But still, this old and man then, or this no, old woman is digging for... I think I think it happened. So I was trying to figure this out. Like, when they plotted this, because they had to have the, the sort of the punishment fit the crime. Yeah. Where, like, he's going to be buried in the grave, the microwave's... Salesman's head is in the microwave. The vacuum guy is oh, strangled by the vacuum. Yes, yes, yes. They, so they knocked him out. Mm-hmm. And during when he was knocked out, they could have done all that. They set I the guess. whole premise up. For, yeah, I they set it up. They really went through a lot of work. As soon as he wakes work. up, it's oh, like this whole really, thing happens really, where yeah. they're like, let's see if Nona hap- like wants him. I like if not, that. we'll just have him go down and dig his own grave in the in the basement and kill him. Or it was just, you know. Chaz, can you do us a know. favor and uh, recount the last line of this story with uh, your... <laughs> <laughs> wonderful impression of pop racket oh he's just it's so great he says he looks up at the three of the family he's like you lied to me all, all of you lied to me and the paul's like lied we didn't lie such and such and such and such it's called salesmanship <laughs> <laughs> very nice <laughs> <laughs> and then he fo- blows him away with a shotgun dramatic reenactment thank yeah. you so I much love yeah. that yeah, that was great. <laughs> it is. It's and then, awesome. uh, yeah, that was the end of the the main story. We we get a couple quick crypt keeper puns in at the end. Oh, we got um, satisfied ghostomer. Oh yeah, satisfied ghostomer. The family that slays, slays together, together stays, stays together. together. That That's sounds great. sexual. It to does me. definitely. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I mean, it was also kind of weird that the parents were like into letting their gross daughter fuck dudes and talking about it so explicitly, but right. Know. And and especially like, they never were actually married. 
Well, I don't know. Depends. It seems like they, they said he was a preacher. Yeah, but depends but, on what state. But like they're it in, never actually happened that they said I do or whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, this family's fucked. I don't up. know. And and the ma gave the the ring. By the way, the ma took the ring, her wedding ring, off and gave it to him to give to his daughter. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's right. Cool. Creepy. Well, it was a fucking great episode. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought this was great. But before I give it up, why don't we just uh, get down to our rating system here? So, uh, Chaz, just to kind of uh, give you a heads up, what we do is we do a rating uh, between one and ten creepy crawlers. Or zero. Okay, okay. So let's see I'm here. assuming ten is an excellent... Yes, ten is the best, one, is, one is or zero is the worst. Jesus, that was loud. You're, you got it. <laughs> Uh, so, Tom, do you want to start? No. Okay, I will start. Uh, that way you can kind of see what happens. Yeah, go for um, it. Um, so, what I liked about this, uh, episode of Tales from the Crypt is that it is different than a lot of other Tales from the Crypt. I feel like a lot of them try to have, like, a twist ending that kind of was like, oh, damn, I didn't see that coming, or you set this up and it paid off, and there's some type of ironic twist, and... I feel like, yeah, there was a little bit of a bait and switch at the end with the digging your grave for the dowry. But honestly, I feel like this guy got into this fucked up situation and they just turn up the fucking heat and turn up the crazy. And then it's just like this thing where you're like on this trip and you can't get out of there. You're trapped like he is. And it has like this confining kind of panicky uneasiness to it that I really, really like. I feel like Tim Curry is fucking killing it. Like... I don't know. I, if I didn't know he was playing all three people, like you said, I wouldn't have had any clue. Um, I feel like really that's like the main thing is just kind of singing his praises for like this great work he does. He's a killer character actor. Um, that being said, it's got a great, you know, it's got nudity. It's got violence. It's got really cool dead people. Um, I guess I'm going to have to give it a... 8.5 out of 10 creepy 8.5 out of 10, great rating. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. All right, and uh, which one of you guys wants to go next? I'll let you go next, Chaz. All right, all right. Um, I uh, am not super well-versed in all the... Um, you don't have to... Uh, to tales from the Crypt, like against other stuff. I'm just going to grade it like as a... Standalone. Standalone, and, and just sort of like... Uh, enjoyability to watch especially like as if you're just getting back if you're just watching tales from the crypt and you like happen to find this one episode and you're like sure i'll i'll take a look at it i i'd say it's up there with like a nine just because it's like really like the twist of like you get into it and you're like what's gonna what's this all about and then it's like oh my god there's a dead dude in the microwave yeah and you're like okay this is like flipped it just totally flipped and then it just, yeah, like you said, from there, it just, like, takes off screaming. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, sex scene. What yeah. is happening here? That sex scene was the <laughs> like, icing on the cake. If you're into, like, being grossed out, this is definitely a nine. So, Very cool. Yeah. Nice job. Creepy. Creepy nine. Cool. Well, you guys touched uh, a lot on the points that I was going to bring up, but I just thought it was uh, a fantastic episode. Uh it's a classic tale of a con man um, just getting a taste of his own medicine, mm-hmm. and you have no real like protagonist slash antagonist in the series in the show where you're you're sort of like, oh, I'm rooting for this person, I'm not rooting for this person. Where you're kind of just like, oh, Everybody I'm just watching sucks. this this train wreck, yeah. this 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 horrible <laughs> hot mess, 
Tim Curry is fucking amazing. Yeah. Does such a good job. It, like, like he's good as Ma, he's good as Pa. And then he comes in as Winona, and it's just so disgusting feeling. Yeah, it's so bad. And that's what he was going for. And uh-huh. such a good job. The The writing was great. The execution was great. Ed Begley Jr., I think, did a good job, too, of, like, selling himself as this, like, cutthroat 80s classic, like... He reminds me of the 80s guy from the Futurama episode that comes back to life. Yes. You know, (laughs) just perfect example of that. It was well done. Uh, One thing I noted down that you guys didn't bring up was, um, I know Tim Curry's makeup was meh, but Ed Begley's Judd stuff with his black eye was great. It did look good. Like, he looked like someone who actually had gotten a black eye before, which is very rare in shows. Usually it's just a very basic little thing there, but... He looked wounded. He looked hurt, and it was uh, it was very, very, very well done. What's your I'm score? giving it nine out of ten. My highest oh! score. Oh, I think this is our uh, highest, highest rated score, one yeah. so far. Eight point five oh, nine right. nine is the best. Nice job, guys. And it makes cool. me sad because Freddy Night- Freddy's Nightmares is you know the best one we've done, but that's the show he likes. That it's not good. It's so good. Um, it's it's Freddy, so it's probably corny, huh? It's got nothing to do with Freddy, but oh, uh, okay. Just, some of them <laughs> do. Mind, Just, I don't know. Okay. If you feel up to it, watch one one sometime. Okay. Um, so, yeah, since we're doing a Tales from the Crypt, we got to do uh, the best pun. Big pun. What's up, homie? Uh, <laughs> you either of you guys have a pun that you really liked from this episode? Because uh, I have one that I think I liked. Uh, instead of saying, when he's talking about uh, uh, your looks, he says, dem eyes, like demise. Oh, yeah. And I was oh. like, oh, that's pretty good. I like that. That's pretty good. I didn't have one. Okay, fair I, enough. I think that's probably the best one. I have them right here. Satisfied Ghoulstimer. Ghoulstimer, uh, yeah. Uh, designer Hanger. Home Chopping Network. Uh, boutique. I mean, the Home Chopping Network. Screams. I think I'm, I'm going to go Home Chopping Network. Cause home, my, it's Home Chopping Network. My friend's family owns that channel. I'm outvoted. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, so then let's see. Uh, we should also do a Best Effects. Best Effects. Uh, makeup. Your, uh, yeah. Do you think it's that makeup of Tim Curry? No, I think it's... I feel like it's the dude who got killed by the vacuum cleaner. I love the fucking... How gnarly that looks. That is or, pretty good. Or the machete. Yeah, that one was pretty good, too. Could have been the machete. It's not a machete. I think it's a machete. Hashtag shit in the mouth. All right, you guys. Uh, Hashtag kill in the mouth. Okay, cool. So let's do uh, our drinking game rules now. So, Fresh because the Crypt Keeper recycled his same fucking puns, when you hear the same puns from Halfway Horrible, take two drinks. When I'm talking about mascara, I'm talking about... Boutique. Boutique. He used both of those in the last episode. And oh, it's... and. Yeah. They're from the same damn season. Yeah, that's lazy. Yeah, oh, very that lazy. lazy. That is lazy. Also, um, I thought it would be good to do a drink uh, every time he's like, uh, $10,000. <laughs> Anytime he says, oh, or they talk about love towards the end when they're like, do you mm. love me? Your body will show that you love me. Drink a whole beer when he like no, makes himself that. get a boner oh yeah no that's actually yeah <laughs> just drink that say, whole scene could, i wish you could do it, like a very even kill one with him being like throwing out his best salesman jive like he's starting to he starts talking every he time starts, he says salesman water falling like yeah like just water falling like oh he's done with his spiel 
I'll put my drink down. Oh, he's starting again? Here we go. I got a waterfall. Tip it back. Tip it back. I like that. You know what I would have liked? Oh, huh. sorry. If the, good Lord. Gosh. Really? Get him out of here. It's my barf. It's in the way. Fucking barf. <laughs> Uh, if this whole thing had been a, a very long con of his bosses seeing how good of a salesman he was, and like the second he gets an erection, they're like, all right, you're promoted. Welcome aboard. <laughs> yeah, and like they all pull their things off. They're like, we're all Tim Curry. Your bosses hired me to... It's like a being John Malkovich where everybody is Tim Curry. Everybody's Tim That'd Curry. That'd be so good. And they pull, yeah, he pulls it off. He's like, he's still got this raging hard boner in front of all his bosses, and they're like, you're promoted, buddy. This is how we made partner at our, like, at our place. Awesome. Now I don't have to do this. Yeah. beat in the country now that i think about it i'm like if i had to like sleep with her like i would have been like oh i hope i could die because like living would with that would be like so traumatic oh i thought for a second at the end that she looked a little pregnant i mean she was a heavy but who knows i thought for a second it's like oh they got their little baby <laughs> but no they didn't <laughs> well they must have gotten the fake blood from another salesman because they've been reusing it. Yeah, she was like, oh, I hope we get this fake blood out of my... my yeah, that yeah, was weird. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Where did I you get know. the fake blood? It was great. Uh, any other drinking rules before we wrap that so segment up? No, I think... Oh, uh, no, no, uh, one more. Uh, yes, yes. Tim Curry makes the... Like, the oh, <coughs> yeah. Yeah, I actually, I had I had said that to him. I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, every time it's good. like a... <coughs> take a drink. Yeah, you didn't say it to me. Well. Or like makes a shifty-eyed like... There's that's a, you're gonna be blasted, dude. Like goodbye. I hope you. Yeah. Yeah. If you're playing with those rules, uh, <laughs> I'm glad. Make sure you got some uh, water and some aspirin close by. Uh, so let's see. Uh, what's next? Oh yeah, I know. Tom's trivia. All right. So one of the most interesting things I found out about it was Eddie Murphy turn down the role of Ma Pa in Winona. Oh, that what? would have been like uh, the Nutty Professor. Exactly. Yeah. Wouldn't like, that have been crazy? Oh, wow. That would have been a much different episode. Uh, th that's the, my exact thoughts, too. We're like, this would have been so different. It would have been like... Ooh. Especially if it was the same, like a, like a white guy walking in there. Like, yeah. trying to... It would have know, definitely added a different trying tone. Trying to marry the... Um, it's the obviously based off of uh, Death of a Salesman, which is a very famous uh, Arthur Miller play. Yes. Yes. Not that uh, only the title is this is the, the real parody. There's a picture in yeah. Winona's bedroom that is uh, almost exactly the same as American Gothic. The, you know that very famous yeah yeah picture. But it's mom uh -huh. pop bracket. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pigs and whistles. Yes. Oh, that that's apparently is a term for whistle. someone who's like just completely ruined, like broke. I haven't left, got a pig's whistle. Own. Yeah. You're completely fucking out in your ass and wrecked. Hmm. Two shakes um, of a lamb's tail. Ex sure. <laughs> One of those uh, old-fashioned, I don't know, colloquialisms. That means All right, well, that was about it. There wasn't, there wasn't too much. Obviously, Jim McCurry played Ma Pa and Winona. And what? What? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, do you want to get into a little game? Yes. Let's it's get into a game. Uh, there, right. this is a new one. It might not work well. I was trying to think of something we could do with our, our second guest on... And I wanted to do something, but not the same as what we've done before. So the way this game is going to work is I'm going to read off some of the Crypt Keeper's puns. I'm going to leave one word blank. Okay. And you guys are going right. to try and guess it out. Do I we have... take turns or we just... Are no, we... you both give guesses at it. Okay. And if you okay. both get the same okay. guess, that's totally fine. I didn't do a very good job at this, I don't think, so... Do you want to go first or second, Chad? No. Um, I think you guys should rotate. 
Yeah, I was going to say we should crap shoot or we should uh, draw straws for it. Well, I happen to have a dice right here. Oh, if you want to go odd or even. Let's go highs. <gasps> okay. Yeah. I just gasped. Oh. So I'll be going right. first. It was a one. Every time? Uh, no, just this first time. Okay. So um, I'm going to just read them off. Read them off. I'll, leave the, I'll say blank where the word is. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to go with some easy ones first. Sure. Blank. Camera. Action. Fright. Frights. Yeah, fright. Camera. You guys are, you guys are both correct. Or frights. Yeah. Or it could have been blight. Or uh, I don't know. That's bad. Or knights. Okay. Knife. Camera action. Oh, no, gosh. you guys got it right. All right. Okay. So next one, a little more difficult. Uh huh. Careful what you blank for at Christmas. You might just get it. Careful what you at Christmas. So you it's your turn now, Chad. Careful what you blank for at Christmas. Oh, I got it. Don't let me see. I don't know. Slash? No. That's terrible. We'll wait. We'll wait. Whoa, whoa. Back up, John. Uh, I don't know. That I don't know. That's what I got. You going with Slash? Yeah, I'm going to go with Slash. But I, that's you terrible. But... Axe for Christmas. John, that is correct. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay, we're going to do another one. Uh, this one, oh, this one, I'll do this one last because I think John has an advantage in this one, but <laughs> we'll do another one. I have no life. This is my No, existence. I think we've done this one, on, I think we did this one on our, on an episode we didn't air. Um, oh, our first episode. Many take, episodes. Take that cat? Okay, whatever. You know the saying, the blank, the merrier. You know the saying, the blank. The merrier. I could say it like him, like, you know the saying, the blank, the merrier. <laughs> the gore, the merrier. Damn it. Um, yeah, the gore, the merrier. I'm going to say no. I'm going to give you guys one more try each. Okay. Because okay. I think it's this is one of the more difficult ones, okay. and I want you guys actually to try it. Think of the original saying. You know the saying. The morbid, the merrier. Three, two, <laughs> one. What? The morgue, the merrier. Oh, oh Jesus. The morgue. That was tricky. That yeah, was that's good. what I'm. That's why you I started. know what? That was good. Chaz, though. I like the gore, the merrier. I like the gore, I the merrier. I feel like that's a, lot. a much better punch up. Me too. Okay. It's the only thing the difference. I actually like the morbid, the merrier too. Yeah. The morbid, the Those merrier. are both good. You should moonlight as the crypt keeper. So uh, <laughs> I do. You didn't know that, but so wait, what's the score here now? I'm, here I'm barren from um, barf, but on the streets. You have two. It's two to one. Okay. Because you guys both have lost that last one. Okay. You won twice. Uh, here's another. Yeah. Greetings, infestors. I was just putting away these blank profits for safekeeping. This one was tough because there's two puns in it. Greeting infestors. Mm -hmm. I was just putting away these blank profits for safekeeping. Blank profits. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, what? God. I'm going to give you guys 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, jeez. Re can you say it one more time? Blank profits. Greetings infestors. I was just putting away these blank profits for safekeeping. I almost read the whole thing. Uh, 
something uh, about investments, but like dead vestments. <laughs> I don't know. Bankers. Like I'm thinking like I was bank, like, like hedge fund or investors. Five, four, three, uh, two. Give me something. Anyone. I, I don't know. Dead vesters. <laughs> dead. dead. <laughs> the correct answer was greeting investors. I was just putting away these gross profits for safekeeping. Oh, gross profits. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, and then the last one okay. is not fair. Okay. But okay. I will do it. Okay. Tonight's drama is about one of life's unexpected pleasures, blank. Dying? Death. You guys are both technically death. correct. Yeah! As oh. it is dying. Oh, I was going to say death, but... No, no, I mean, it's the same thing. That's okay. the same. Okay. But John does win on a okay. three-to-do advantage. Um, but I'm going to, as the person who judges these things, I'm going to give the award to Jazz. To the to Van Barb. Woo! I really, I really don't think that's fair. John's a cheater. <laughs> John's a cheater. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh... He had an advantage in this. He probably looked at my computer and was out using the bathroom earlier. I didn't use the bathroom. I did. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. But yeah, that uh, that's the uh, that wraps it up for the game. Cool. What uh, do you guys think? Should we try that again sometime? Yeah, let's was, try was that it too again. Difficult? It, you know what? I think now that I understand it a little better, it's good. But I think focusing on one thing instead of having you know like the two kind of throwing me off. I was like, wait, there's already one pun in it. But yeah, I like the game. It's it fun. was tough to actually to find like things that were not too long because a lot of them are very lengthy. Yeah, puns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't have a really short delivery. They have the. So I had to go out. through and find the yeah exactly yeah. find the ones that were like one or two sentences max. Everything else is like a paragraph being like, oh, she did this, she did that, she did that. She's, you know, killing to get that job. Yeah, yeah. The the yeah. reading of the sentence doesn't necessarily lead you to. I did like I like Bright's camera action though. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, okay, so we should use that as our intro. I like it. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, for next week we just started doing uh, the rolling of the dice. So oh, yeah. Uh, let's uh, figure out what we're gonna do next week. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hickory dickory duck. All right. ADC. What's let our guest roll it? Do you want to oh, roll this dice yeah. and it'll determine I'll, what next episode we're going okay. to? So roll this, right on here. Okay. I mean, no one can see what it is. Let's but, see what so. we got here, everybody. One and two are hammers. Can I barf it? Yeah, you can it? just throw. Yeah, barf it okay. up. Oh, big money. We're doing outer limits from within. All we're right. Doing a retarded. Uh, uh, that's a problematic word. Handicapable. A, a, a special man. <laughs> a special needs Neil Patrick Harris uh, is in this episode. Is this mid-90s? Wow. Of course it is. This awesome. is This is going to be just like the music of the spheres, but worse. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's tough wow. to do. All right. Handicapable uh, NPH. Yeah. You should oh. watch it. Even Are if you a you, fan you of it? I, oh, I, I love my me some NPH, but... <laughs> Outer Limits is great, too. So. Have you watched them before? I've watched a couple of them. I yeah. made him watch them well, all. Well, you're going to have to come back on. Yeah. Very soon. Sure, sure. Do you, you live remotely close or no? Um, cro- Over the San Bay, Francisco. Yeah. Oh, so. wow. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Rich man. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Chaz. Any uh, last uh, thoughts about uh, the show or anything well, you no, want to talk just about? I'm really excited to be on with anything you Anything you want to promote? And, uh, uh, no. Just uh, keep 
keep out there and keep getting spooked, everybody. Nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Tell me anything you want to promote. No, I, I I thought we had some stuff we wanted to talk about. Oh yeah, we're now that we're on iTunes, uh, we're gonna have to be more diligent about posting episodes every single day, or excuse me, every week on the same day. Every single day. Wow. That's yeah, it's quite a task. Um, but also, you really got to get on top of that twittering. I have twittered. How many uh, people are we following? Two. Okay, that's uh, not true. You, by the way, uh, we have you, two people following us. You didn't re-like our, or whatever you do, it. you didn't uh, retweet our twit. What? To who? You I don't follow anybody. You follow Nobody follows us. me. I follow us. You didn't re, I, I posted a You're the Twitter guy. Oh, yeah. I posted a tweet, and you didn't retweet it or the fuck you do on the Twitter. I don't have Twitter. You do. It says you're following us. Oh, I must have made it just to follow us. Then, yep. Well, where's your Twitter? I don't have one. Okay, well, you need to make one. God damn it. All right. Well, since we're ending on such a positive note, <laughs> uh, if you guys want to uh, send us an email with any suggestions for episodes. Or questions. Or, or questions, or just want to call us assholes, that's cool, too. Uh, short show us your assholes. Show us some asshole hey. pics. Uh, send them to us at shortandspooky at gmail.com. Uh, and our Twitter handle is at shortandspooky. Yep. Cool. Party on. Uh, also, uh, go on Twitter. I mean, Twitter. I'm sorry. iTunes. Start downloading. Yeah, rate. like, subscribe, tell your friends. Review. Oh, yeah, do that too. Uh, and we're going to publish this one pretty soon, I think. Yeah. And uh, next week, we're obviously doing uh, the Outer Limbs episode. So yeah. come back for a listen, and let's end this. It's very hot in here. I'm ready to go. That's some nice salesmanship. <laughs> Thanks a lot for coming on, Chaz. This was really fun. Absolutely. You Anytime, you, you guys. You have a great, great podcast voice. You sound way better than my fucking 13-year-old self-sounding voice does. And John sucks, so. All right, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.